0: Yay, we're back. Yay. We we have spring break. <laughs> What's the, yeah, how we kind of. Do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Has have... your
1: kid had spring break yet?
0: No, we, we you don't get it until Easter, and Easter's late this year. Yeah, we're the week before Easter, but a lot of the schools
1: around where they go to school have had spring break. They're, where my daughter's rowing is, that yeah. area had spring break last week.
0: Um,. When... It's got to be coming. No, because I, I remember when, when Duke was out there, he was at a different school, but I think same school. Are they in the Conejo Valley School District? Yeah. Because Duke was in that now, school my district. My
1: the week before Easter, but out in Ventura County, those kids, because the, all the rowing, my daughter's rowing friends were on spring break last week.
0: Yeah. I, well, you know what? They'll, is, they'll get it, too. I was trying to think. I remember, okay, the thing, Duke got way more Jewish holidays than he did, uh, like, Christian-type holidays off. They always set it up, but I remember, too, that'll happen. They'll have spring break, and then, like, Passovers are going to roll around here, and then they could, they could get days off for that, which is – it's they got all the Jewish holidays on top of all the Christian holidays and everything right. else out there. Except
1: in, you know, I, I don't Street. think this year – I mean, uh, they get spring break, and then they come back, and there's only, like, three and a half weeks of school left or something. Fuck. Already. So I, I, I don't think – I don't think there's any more breaks after spring break because they get out at, you know, like third week in May or something.
0: It'll be like a day or so here or there. Yeah. God, I literally uh, just opened my eyes moments ago before we did this pod. And that is because I came home, tried to go to bed early. And uh, Southern California fucking gas, whatever the fuck they are, has oh, been right. outside, literally outside my window, fucking jackhammering all Fucking day and they're still there.
1: Is it a leak or something? Well, it must be something important if they're working it's, this late.
0: It's a house. They're directly in front of one of the houses that just recently finished that it was uh bought and torn to the ground and then a big monster was built on top of it. Right, right. So it's right there, and I'm wondering if it's something to do with that construction, because that is a new, new house, but who knows? They are, but yeah, it
1: has to be important. It has to be something for them to work. Yeah, past, you know, like five. past past dark.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh Well, you know, it's funny. I don't think they showed up till about three. Well,
1: you know, they've yeah. blown up some neighborhoods, so they're pretty cautious. <laughs> they don't want to blow up this neighborhood. That would be costly. Right. Remember, well, that was San Francisco, wasn't it? Where that one neighborhood blew up, but leveled right the entire yeah. block. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> fucking nuts man so i think they're super cautious now
0: i think at this point if i just came home and my house was gone i would laugh (laughs) holy shit my
1: house blew up but uh, that's also something i learned with the gas company anytime you need them just tell them you smell gas and they come out right away instead of like we we can come out in two weeks just say oh my god i think i smell gas and they come out right away (laughs)
0: okay i did that the one time and i remember those fuckers uh, years ago I was taking out my trash cans and I smelled gas out by the meter Okay, I was, so like, legit. I was like oh shit I smell gas like that's not good and you know they have a little cover so I reached out and take out the cover and it had been raining and it was flooded in there and there were literally bubbles pouring up so you could see it. I could see gas and I could smell gas and I was like oh right. shit that's gas so I call and they come out they're like you reported a gas leak and I go yeah it's right here and we go out and we take the lid off and they look down at the two dudes show up at the same time, two different trucks. They pop the top off. They look down and they go, Oh, pff, we need more gas than that every day. And they fucking left and they didn't do shit. They didn't do anything. And I was like, Holy shit. And then about it was a year after that, right around Christmas time. And I remember because they were at my house Christmas Eve working all fucking day into the night. We uh, we had tried to get a uh, damn water heater installed okay and it didn't work And I remember we got I got it from Sears or whatever and I remember called Sears going hey, this water heater is defective it doesn't work And they're like, oh okay, we'll just give you another one They sent another one over and the guy hooks it up and goes, dude, this water heater doesn't work something's wrong And they realize that the gas line coming from the street to the house was so fucking eroded. That there wasn't enough gas pressure coming through to keep the pilot lit on that. Okay. And everything else in the house, like, we have a gas stove, and that would light and work. It was really weird, but apparently right. the, the water heater needs a lot of gas. It burns a lot of energy. So we called them, and sure enough, that pipe had eroded so bad, there wasn't enough uh, pressure coming through to keep it lit, and they dug up, you know, all the piping and into my house and fixed it, which they would have done it a year ago when I called them. Right. Wouldn't have been right. a fucking problem. And it was literally, it was Christmas Eve and they were and they were at our house taking up because we also, uh, at that point, <laughs> fucking, I don't think the heater was working. There was all kinds of shit. And it was right. all their fault for ignoring a gas leak. Fucking bastards.
1: But that seems about right. Well, and you were sleeping. That means you missed uh, Magic Johnson quitting
0: no awesome that's good news he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing I love him I love I, him but god he's a, he's a bad manager I
1: just read the article and he didn't tell Genie before he did it Ooh. and he basically said hey they're gonna make me fire Luke Walton I don't want to do that that's not fun I'm sick of being fined for shit I'm not having fun anymore and he just quit <laughs>
0: wow Uh, he did a lot of stupid shit and he would talk he's the you well, one of the group he's one maybe the greatest laker ever him and kareem right. and uh, i love him and he's always been cool to this community and he's a, he's a wonderful dude he's not a good hasn't been a very good coach and has done some bad shit they shouldn't have fucking got lonzo ball when they got him they shouldn't have and fucking they should def-
1: have put that dad in check from the beginning
0: well just for that reason they shouldn't have got that fucking kid cuz right. of the dad if for nothing else uh right they moved uh, some good fucking players out and and got shit in return. Then they fucking blew it when they were trying to get Anthony Davis this year and he told them, like, we're trading all these fucking young guys. And then every young guy who was playing his ass off thought he was part of the future of the Lakers with LeBron fucking all of a sudden realizes, fuck, they're going to ditch me. This is bullshit. <laughs> so they all stopped playing and then they ended up sucking worse this year than they did last year. And it was just... Bad. I feel bad for Jeannie though. Jeannie really believed in him and put her ass yeah. on the line. It's kind of a fucked up move for him.
1: Well, and he said he loves Jeannie, and you know, like he had nothing but nice things to say about Jeannie.
0: Oh, you know what sucks? When that happened. When that happened, they when they hired Magic at the same time they had a chance to get Jerry West back.
1: Jer- Jerry
0: West was the guy that was the, in that position, Magic's position. When, like, Magic was a player. He was the guy that put those dynasty teams together. Then he had some sort of falling out with, I'm sure it was Genie's brother, Mitch, who is a fucking moron. And he left and went to the Golden State Warriors. He put that team together. Oh, who are kicking ass. Yes, that was all built by him. And then he left and went, uh, and he was available. And when he was available, the fucking Clippers took him because the lakers took magic and now guess what the clippers have nobody on their roster no one's ever heard of anyone they got rid of all of their superstars and they're in the fucking playoffs this year and the lakers aren't with lebron right yeah he built a team of fucking good players that nobody's ever heard of because that's what really good managers can do right so yeah that's that's bad i feel bad for magic because i do like him, but oh well
1: well, you know, it's not like he's uh, he's going to go broke. He has plenty of money and other shit, oh, shit to do.
0: Oh, God. He still owns a piece of the Dodgers,
1: right? Right, and that football club, you know, the, the new soccer club. Oh,
0: yeah. Jesus. And,
1: like, a whole bunch of uh, TGI Fridays out in Baldwin okay. Hills. I thought he
0: liquidated that. all of his theaters and, and TGI Fridays and Starbucks for to buy the Dodgers. Or did oh, he, maybe he did. Maybe, I thought, maybe he did. But, but I might be wrong. He may have kept some of them, uh, but he had a big fire sale going in to raise the amount of money to buy the Dodgers when they bought the Dodgers and he was a, right. a minority owner. Well, that's that was a
1: good purchase because they they seem to still do all. I mean, they've been in the World Series a couple times. They haven't won, you know but they, they do all right.
0: Because they're doing it perfect. Magic is the mouthpiece for them that walks around and shakes hands and says, Go Dodgers. Oh, everybody in L.A. loves the Dodgers and Magic, right. but he doesn't have shit to say in the decisions. Right, and so it's perfect. Yes, it's absolutely perfect for him. Wow. And
1: I don't know how that new... I don't know what it's called, something football, LA football club or whatever. I don't know how that's doing, but I know a bunch of celebrities are involved in that. Remember, uh, yeah. Will Ferrell is part owner in that and Magic, and uh, there were a bunch of, other, and uh, I think Beckham is. There's a bunch of people involved. Didn't in Magic
0: that. also buy the uh, Sparks, from the WNBA team? Oh, I think you're right. I think no. when
1: they were like, they were about to go bankrupt or something, and he
0: picked that up.
1: Yeah. Bought that. But I don't know how that's doing. I don't know if that ever rebounded.
0: I will tell you, okay, that new football league is, do you know it went out of business and stopped like it, in the middle of the season? Like two weeks no. ago, that new football league, the AAAF or whatever that's been on?
1: It, I didn't even know it existed.
0: It came on so, the week after the Super Bowl. They started a season and they were on CBS. Like they had games, they were on is Sunday.
1: It a, that weird indoor thing where they do it like at Staples.
0: No, it was just a fake NFL. They started doing real football with fake. It was fake. Where were they playing? Uh, all over. The, L.A. didn't have a team, but there was oh, okay. a team in like uh, I think there was a team in San Diego. And there was, you know, teams in like, like San Antonio, like places like that, places that don't, that don't normally have football teams. And they were all throughout, they had X amount of teams and they called them into a conference room. They all the guys on the field last week in practice. And they go, Hey, uh, come in here, take off your pads. Oh yeah. We're, we're bankrupt. We're out of business. No more games. Everybody go. Home. Oh, wow. Hey, does that, does
1: that indoor arena football team that Kiss owns still exist? Remember that the
0: KISS bought the team yeah. in Anaheim? I wonder – I know that arena football still exists. I don't know about – it's weird how you don't hear shit about no, arena football.
1: That's the thing. I remember when they first bought it and they did a concert at the opening game and I heard about it. And now I haven't heard anything about it and I wonder if that's because that team went under or if it just quietly exists and nobody talks about it.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you.
1: They were like the Anaheim Kiss. Here, I'll look it up. Yeah, they
0: played at the pond, right? Right. Or whatever the fuck they call that thing now. Yeah, whatever, I don't know. Microphone's unstrapped. I gotta hook it back up. There we go. Let's see. Anaheim Kiss football.
1: Wikipedia. Here we go. Um, We're a professional arena football team. Right there, that sentence tells you they are not anymore.
0: So either they got rid of it or the arena league is gone. Yeah, let's
1: see. They did not return as part of Arena Football One. Oh, okay. Uh the team's ownership was a group, Gene Simmons, Rocket uh, and um so they must have done
0: one season and then it's crazy. Arena Football, if I'm not mistaken, is the only professional football where a dude's died. Oh, really? Yeah. There's been broken necks and paralyzed people in the NFL. I don't think anyone's died. But an arena football player broke his neck and died. If I'm not mistaken. Cuz I remember because what happened. Because they play on harder surfaces or something. No, or he just fucking rules. he just broke his fucking neck, but it, huh. it, it you know, shit happens in that sport, especially when you're fucking tackling people with your head. God.
1: I guess that that Kiss team
0: went to the playoffs
1: too. Bon Jovi owned the team too. Yeah, you're right. But wasn't his in Canada or something?
0: I thought his was Philly. He's a Jersey guy, and I think he owned a Philly team. Go Bon Jovi.
1: So it looks like it
0: was just one season is all it is. Oh, wow. They didn't make enough money, so they stopped because Gene Simmons ain't about losing money.
1: (laughs) Or two seasons, maybe. It was 2014 to 15, and then 2016, it looks like. Wow. Yeah, I I don't think Kiss has a big enough fan base in Anaheim area to draw to fill a stadium for football games. You know what I mean? Like it's that's a tough call. Arena football has never worked
0: here. Remember yeah. when
1: they used to play at Staples?
0: Well, here's what's fucking. Yeah, that's right. It, it was here in LA for a while. Uh, I remember. But what's weird is the NFL barely works here. I mean, they don't right. sell out the Rams. In the Coliseum, won't sell out. It's fucking ridiculous that we can't sell out. The Raiders didn't sell out the Coliseum,
1: right? And that other the where the Chargers play or whatever they were, that thing was empty the whole
0: season. God, California is one of the states too where we suck as people, we suck as a sports place because there's so much yeah. better things to do here in the winter. You can go out and do shit still. That a lot right. of people so got to be go.
1: good. To get people to
0: go. Yeah. Dude, the Raiders, I remember back in the day, would have playoff games at the Coliseum, and they changed the rule. The rule in the NFL is it's a blackout, meaning if you don't sell out, they don't show the game locally. Okay. It's called the, it's the blackout rules. They lowered the uh, sellout limit at the Coliseum 25,000 seats so they could try to get the games on locally so that they, you know, the team makes a lot more money. They were, like, trying to throw them a bone. Hey, let's let's cut yours 25,000, and they still couldn't fucking sell it out a lot of times.
1: Well, and I will say, I mean, L.A. fans suck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the Coliseum also sucks ass. Bing and I went to that fan day thing. The seats are so fucking uncomfortable, and you wedged in there that I have a feeling when this new stadium opens and they have, you know, nice luxury seating and shit, you'll get more people to go. Yeah.
0: Here's a statement from, I just went on the AAF, the Alliance of American Football, and it says, this week we made the difficult decision to suspend all football operations for the Alliance of American Football. We understand the difficulty that this decision has caused for many people, and for that we are very sorry. This is not the way we wanted it to end, but we are also committed to working on solutions for all outstanding issues to the best of our ability. That means money they owe people. Money. Yeah. Yep. Due to ongoing legal processes, we are unable to comment further or share details about the decision. We are grateful to our players who delivered quality football and may now exercise their NFL out clauses in our contract. We encourage them to continue pursuing their dreams and wish them the best. We are grateful to our fans who've been true believers from the beginning and to uh, our world-class partners and to all the Alliance coaches, employees who devoted their Valuable time and considerable talent to this venture. We are forever grateful. <laughs> that is out of business. Yeah,
1: they just ran out of money. That's what that says yeah. right there. We still owe people money. We don't have any more money.
0: And we ran out of money in the middle of the fucking season.
1: Yeah, which means they weren't selling tickets.
0: They had a TV contract with CBS. They were televising yeah, the might, games. That
1: must not have been enough. I mean, if maybe the... Um, Maybe the the you know like there was only a short term deal and then they didn't renew because nobody was watching.
0: God, you know who was the greatest uh, not NFL professional football team owner in the history of professional football? Donald huh. Trump. Oh, oh, that's right, huh? <laughs> he owned the USFL uh, New Jersey Generals back in the day, and that fucker spent so much money he went and got Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker was a phenomenon coming out of college, already won the Heisman Trophy, left college as a sophomore to go pro, and fucking Trump offered him so much money, it was worth it more for him to stay in the USFL than to go to the NFL.
1: And how long did the USFL last?
0: Four or five seasons, I think. Three, four, somewhere in there. It it went uh, way longer than anybody thought it would. And it was weird to watch Herschel Walker waste away in this league that nobody really give a shit about. And really, he made the league worth watching just to watch him. But he was so much better than everybody. It wasn't that good. They were the champions. They, they, they won the championship. They were just phenomenal. And Trump is the guy that overpaid the shit out of Herschel Walker to get him to the USFL.
1: So do you think now everybody can agree that we don't need another – Football league that the NFL. There's another one coming.
0: Works. There's a, the XFL's back this season. It's going. No way. Yes.
1: It's about to debut again. The XFL. I forgot. When was that? Like the '90s when that existed last time?
0: Yeah, and that went. I believe one season and folded. And now they're bringing it back. Vince McMahon will not let go. He's determined to make it work this time.
1: And that was kind of a combination wrestling and football, right? It was yeah. a little more extreme.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. If this. This one didn't work. It had the national deal with CBS and it had – there was a lot of good players playing there. They also had just got back – remember, you'll know him and you don't follow football. Johnny Manziel, you know who he is? Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah. that name. Johnny Manziel was the guy that won the Heisman and then turned into a complete fucking idiot when he got to the pros, just blew it and sucked. And then uh, last year he went to the Canadian Football League and they cut him after like three or four games and then he had joined – the the AAFL and was playing quarterback somewhere like they had some people that were interesting on those teams
1: failed attempts at at alternative football can they have before they just say all right enough is enough I know I mean look at you I mean I forgot about the XFL but we've gone through arena football on various (laughs) forms and XFL and all
0: this and none of them have worked yeah this is at least so so the USFL the there was the other one uh, NFL Europe. Remember that? That was part of the the oh, last right. one because I, I suited up for one of those teams that went out on a practice field when I was a DJ in New York and did a bit.
1: I think, I think the problem is nobody wants any sport year round all the time. Like, if you tried to have a winter baseball league, it would fail. Yeah. You know, like, you need a break. And and when you just have a mediocre alternative in the off season, I don't think anybody cares about that.
0: Yeah, well, the 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 NFL Europe team was owned by the NFL, and that was a, an attempt for them to extend their brand. Right, and they still do that, don't they? Play a few games in Europe every year. Yeah, that's what they've just they, they decided that it's biggest it was biggest in uh, England, so they have two or three games in London every year. And they, okay. s- they say they're going to put a franchise there that they're going to put a team in London, and then have them travel to yeah, play. That's the shit part that they were going to be on the road, and then the teams they bitch now about teams from the West Coast going to the East Coast or vice versa, like right. the travel period so long, and uh, you know, and they're they're always jet laggy. Imagine flying to frickin' England, right? Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Even though I saw a story today that someone has proposed supersonic travel to uh, LA to London in one hour. <laughs> oh, how how are they doing that? It must... It, the, the plane, it's also just a drawing at this point. Uh, like <laughs> a rocket. It looks like... It's very Concorde looking, but a little more sleek, and it looks like the fucking thing is just going to go up and down, you know what I mean? Like a rocket. Uh, so straight okay. up and then drop down into London. Well,
1: remember the Concord? It worked... Kinda well, and there was an accident. Then they realized that you know, like it weakened the structure of those planes going that fast.
0: Yeah, I saw one of those fly when I lived in New York. One time, I saw one coming into land. It was pretty cool because I'd never even fucking laid eyes on one because they didn't allow them in California.
1: That's how they had the footage of it—the one that crashed because those people would just go video it because it was you know such a novelty. Yeah, you
0: know what it looked like? It looked like a like a Learjet, but a giant Learjet. Like a long Learjet is what it looked like. Like a limo Learjet. (laughs) God. That thing they said would do something like in flight, it would grow eight feet. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't that fucking nuts? The thing would stretch out because of all the friction on it going that fast through the air for that long. Yeah, that's nuts. Imagine what those crazy uh, military planes do. They, yeah. They go super, super high and spy over countries.
1: Yeah. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh
0: man. Um So we haven't talked since Christy and Jason's wedding. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I was off in uh well I was sitting up in the hospital, but I was right. off with oh, uh right. I forgot Apple you that ended night up at the hospital. <laughs> that's, that's fucking nuts. So yeah. what happened to you? Uh I was at Castaways. With all Apple. Right. Oh, and the, did
1: you actually go up there for some of the Worldwide Radio Summit?
0: I didn't go to the summit, but on the last night, they just all hang out and drink at the like it turns into just a big bar thing. Oh, okay.
1: Everybody, yeah, 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 and everybody goes speak.
0: all night. So I waited till they were done with conferences, and I showed up there about four or five in the afternoon, which was cool because uh, Binstown who I worked for, was having a, was wrapping up their thing. So I got to meet a bunch of Binstown guys from Germany that I. All the guys I work with every week that I oh, email cool. with all the time—I'd never right. even met them. So that was re- that was the best part. I got to meet them and then hang out with Rocky and Apple. And did anybody
1: express um, any kind of disappointment in it being up in the hills in Burbank, not near no, anything
0: else? They loved it. By the way, they really? re- they redid that thing, and now it—you can tell—they redid it. And initially if you walk in you're like wow they're like ready for weddings now they've got like five right. or six huge conference halls and they all face off to the different angle of the cliff with yeah, a really great view and they're really hmm. fucking they're as big as a hotel ballroom and there's like i, I there's three or four of them because you know they put the dividers in them and make them smaller so i can't tell but there's still no easy way up there no but they have a ton of parking and it's and it's also hard to find. You've got to map quest that shit.
1: Well, you got to know. There's only two streets yeah, on either side that exactly. go all the way up to it.
0: Yeah, you've got to know where you're going to get up there. Right. So it's, but it's really nice. They did it really well, and the people liked it because they liked that it was all, I guess, uh, close to, you know, close together, and they could come and just park for the day and do their thing. But it used to be at the
1: the Roosevelt, the Hollywood, and then at the W, which is down in the heart of cool shit restaurants like you're trapped there all day. Like if the one where it was at the Roosevelt, if you wanted to duck out of a panel, you could go, you know what you they know ducking the, out of the castaway. But
0: I think the hotel, what the serious guy said to me was they really liked having, they stayed in like, you know, the holiday inn or whatever in Burbank. They liked the right. Burbank staying in Burbank way better than staying in Hollywood. As far as just the Hollywood's shady and is Hollywood and, you know, yeah. homeless and gross. And Burbank right. is like a nice, regular fucking town. So right. they liked the hotel situation. And then they drove up. And only thing those guys wanted, granted, all those guys I know now are older. The only thing they wanted to do was fucking eat. And <laughs> that was it. They wanted to go to the convention. Then they wanted to go somewhere and get food. And Burbank has fucking everything. Right. And you don't have to pay to park and all that crap like you do in Hollywood. So they right. liked it. And I'm with you. I was surprised because I thought, okay, Hollywood's way more fun than Burbank. but. Right. But, and, you know, has cool shit, but the, I think they were over Hollywood, so they really liked it. All those guys did. we okay. well, good. But, but I don't know if that goes for everybody. Right. Yeah, but but the guys I was with, where well, there was only one young dude in that whole group of, like, six dudes that came from Sirius. Oh, my God, he's the funniest fucking dude I've ever met, too. But like, the, Apple brings this dude that he he found him at some, he was speaking at something. Apple's, like, on all these panels all the time now. Right, And Apple was on a panel and he met this kid and he lived in fucking Ireland. This is when Apple lived in Scotland and the kids like, he's quiet, the fucking Irish dude (laughs) and he gets fucked up and he's funnier than shit. And they bring him. So they bring him there and he had this story and every single time any person walked up from, so we were all sitting at a table just talking to bullshitting, And anytime any person would walk up and sit down at the table they would say, hey, Insul, tell him your story. And he would be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he has this <laughs> like, Irish bro, And he would tell the story about how he was 13 years old in Catholic school in Ireland. And his English teacher <laughs> was a priest. And he would wear wellies every day. And I'm like, what the fuck are wellies? And he goes, right. rubber rain boots. They're called uh, wellies. Okay. And okay. he says, and by the way, after I tell you the story, you're going to look it up and be shocked. He goes, and he wore wellies every single day. And sometimes he would put wellies, three or four pair of wellies he would bring, and he would put them in his classroom and fill them with shaving cream. He goes, and then he would drop dollar euros down into them and say, whoever comes up here and puts these on can have the money at the bottom and you get to keep it. And then he would take pictures of these kids.
1: Oh, no, this is weird. He
0: gets rubber boots on, right? It gets right. better. It gets better. So then, they are. Uh, he joins. This kid joins the yearbook club or whatever it is. And that guy was running that too. Small, you know, private right. cafe school. So he's running that. And one day, something happened to the computer they used, and it broke. And he gave him uh, his personal laptop to use so they could get something done. Well, of course, they start running through searches, and they find. What? He's got this massive fucking um, uh, welly fetish, welly porn. He's got a whole welly porn fetish thing. And so they go tell their principal. And the principal's like, you fucking sneaky little fuckers. And he says his brother uses his laptop and his brother's a sick guy and whatever, whatever, and blames it on his brother and nothing happens. And they allow this guy to stay there and, like, nothing goes on. Then they start They start going, uh, he moves on, finally gets out of college. And they finally fire that guy and and strip him of his priesthood. So who knows what the fuck happened. Right. And then he tells us he, that afterwards they him and his friends would talk about that guy. And they started Googling and they Google and there's pictures of this dude at welly parties. Still That's to actually, this day. It's that big a thing. People are into it that there are parties porn. for them. There's a whole line. If you type welly porn, you're going to see a gazillion fucking videos of chicks getting railed in the woods with rubber boots on or in a, <laughs> in a house. That is so it's, weird. It's a whole line of porn I never heard of in yeah. my life. And this kid telling this story and something about his Irish accent on top of it made that fucking story 10 times more hysterical than it was. Right. That's and, a weird thing. And then he tells us, because he's just this nice, innocent kid, and he's still in his 20s, like like mid-20s, early 20s. And the fucking kid tells us that teacher is in contact with him on some social media platform. And so we go, show him to it, show him to us. So he pulls his phone out, and he shows us a picture. And sure enough, the dude's standing there. It's a picture of him. His profile is him in a pair of fucking welly boots standing there. So we're looking at it. And then somebody scrolls. They start scrolling through photos, and then there's photos of him with like no shirt on and fucking welly boots and shit like that. So fucking one of the guys grabs the phone and starts clicking love on on all the pictures. Uh, <laughs> that guy. Oh, and he was pissed. Because so know, does that kid live here now, or is he? Uh, no, no. Uh, he's they're trying to get him here, but apparently it's hard to get a visa. Right now. Uh, okay. So they're working on getting his visa. As soon as they get his visa, they're going to move him to New York. But okay. he's working out of Ireland for Sirius. <sighs> uh, Apple did a smart thing when he took over, because now he's the boss of production at Sirius. He, he's, okay. he's the main guy. Uh, he knows where all the good production people are. And like he went he after them. of them. Yeah. Well, he went and got them all, and they all work from home. Like, one of the dudes is in Ireland. One of the dudes is in fucking Florida. Um, there's a few that are in D.C. at, at the old uh, XM uh, XM facility. And then there's a bunch of them in New York. But he has guys, like, scattered all over the place. And as long as they do their work, they do their work. Nobody gives a fuck. There's a couple right. here in L.A. Is Sirius an international
1: company or are they just in uh, U.S., North yeah, America? Yeah, U.S., Canada. U.S. Canada. That's it.
0: Okay. But I do believe they have people over there. They have people doing shows over there even. There was some Irish dude that had a show over there that was at the convention that I met, and they carry that. So I think maybe some of their new channels and the merger, they might have put some international programming on or something. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: I just didn't know if they – I I never heard anything about them being international. I never really thought about it.
0: Oops. Yeah. Uh-oh, you got
1: kids looking for you. That's all right. I'll talk to them later. Let's see what oh. pops up. So how was the wedding? Uh, how how was that? Oh, it was great. So it was on uh in Newport and it was awesome. Uh and I got to hang out with a bunch of people and I actually made it through my whole uh my whole spiel without massively fucking up which was my fear <laughs> and uh, you know, it's only the second time I've married somebody so <laughs>
0: So you, you were out of practice.
1: Yeah, considering what Kevin and Holly have been married like 10 years. I don't ago. know how
0: much longer Kevin and Holly have if Kevin keeps beating her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, black eye has. Oh my God. That, I'm sorry. You look at that and you immediately think, wow, that woman's been beat. Like, that's the first thing you think you see a woman with a black eye.
1: Except <laughs> if you know Kevin, then you're like, wow. yeah, I know. That does make it pretty funny. You're like, yeah, it wasn't Kevin.
0: Oh, God. But, but yeah, yeah, it was
1: it was really cool. I think that will be the end of my um my wedding <laughs> officiating career. I think you, do you're gonna good. stop now? I was I, it's it's you just get so nervous. I had gone over that. I was like, Christy and Jason were married dozens of times in my living room before that event ever happened. <laughs> just I was, getting ready to practice. Yeah.
0: And it's oh yeah, it's true because it's a script and it's an official thing. So I imagine there's certain stuff you have to do. Well, and yeah and it's just somebody's wedding you don't want to fuck it
1: up you yeah. know what i mean you don't go off you don't want to like you're the guy on tape fucking up the wedding forever at that point it, exactly you know like you don't want to be that guy and weddings well, uh, are stressful because there's just a lot of um you know there's a lot of shit you have to do and everybody's walking in and then but the cool part is once it starts it's yeah. going you know like there's no restart so <laughs> wait wait take two do it again do it again it's like live
0: theater <laughs>
1: but it, it was really nice it turned out it was a really nice wedding it was really cool to have it on a boat in newport harbor i hadn't been to newport in a million years um you know i think i <laughs> i had dinner with christy and jason uh, a couple nights ago and they seemed to to really think Absolutely. everything went well i thought everything went well and
0: uh cool it was awesome so i saw the yeah. pictures a lot of pod peeps were there everything was uh, looked awesome yeah it was looked fun it was a good time so <laughs> oh god and then i
1: had i had kids for a week straight
0: how in the world did you end up with your ex kid how did that happen
1: because she was going through and she was going to leave her with a, and i i just don't always trust the people she
0: yeah, she she's an official pawner offer of children
1: like right and so i was like i would rather take that kid and i like that kid don't get me wrong I, yeah. she and i get along really well but i was like i don't want her to go somewhere where i don't know who these people are and i don't trust her and she, you know i have lucy and bing to help me although i didn't need it The you know yeah the, the kids four. she was she's super excited to come here and to yeah. you know like she knows and so she was super well behaved and it was fun for everyone and they had a good time and i, I actually enjoy it because i don't get to do little kid stuff anymore
0: yeah so little kids are awesome
1: we dyed easter eggs we went to like a little park fair at one point we um you know, like, I did art with her. I did all this shit. Like, you know, what do Bing and I do now? We play video games. And uh, he bitches at me that his phone doesn't work well. And Lucy comes over. You want Pokemon? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? Pokemon, is he's still into that, right? Yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. He's still the... But, I mean, like, we don't do... You know, like, we went out and did chalk drawing and shit. Like, you know, yeah. like, the shit that they... And I could get them to do it because she was here, so...
0: Plus, it's... Hey, okay, here's what's weird. A little kid, even though they're not, like thanking you over the top like thank you this is uh, they're they're appreciative you could tell they're yeah. really into whatever you're doing and they're having fun
1: oh, it's sure. those fucking teenage fucks that are assholes right and they think you're awesome and fun yeah. you know like hey do you want to draw a picture you know, just sit there and draw pictures and it's like the greatest thing that they've <laughs> yes. ever had
0: happen <laughs> yes you know? and they're totally into it and you're like this is cool we're having fun all right yeah i'm, right. I'm with you no th- and you're right now it's like
1: damn it, my phone doesn't work. I want an iPhone 10. And that then I get grief. You oh, know, I'm like, i not getting an iPhone 10. And I just sit here and like, you know.
0: We just had that fucking problem here. Just the, <laughs> the iPhone stopped working. She wore out the home button on the iPhone.
1: Oh, God, I didn't know you could do that. That's yeah. some serious phone yeah. action. Oh, God.
0: But she's on it 24 hours a day, seven days. She doesn't right. watch TV, doesn't do anything. Watches shit on YouTube on that fucking phone. That's all she does. Oh, and does she have earbuds in all the time? Yes. I'll be talking to
1: Lucy and Lucy has long hair. So I can't see. And the next thing I'll, I'll I'll realize she can't hear a fucking word I'm saying because she has earbuds in. Yes.
0: yes. Oh my God. In fact, Apple gave her from the convention. Her phone now is the one that doesn't have the ear earbud hole. You have to have the stupid Apple plug, whatever phone that is she got now. Uh, and Apple gave her a set and they were passing them out at the convention. So <clears throat> she now has a backup because hers are the wireless charged ones. You know, the little right. earbuds. Yeah, the ear pods. Yeah, but the ones – um, and she wears them until they go completely dead. Like, she'll oh, – uh,
1: Right, and then the My earbuds are dead. Yeah, then, well, then you got to
0: charge them. So, right. They're dead and now she has the ones Apple gave her they have the cords. Oh, so she can constantly
1: be yes. rotating. Yes,
0: that's exactly what she's doing now. She's wearing the ones with the wire when the when the wireless ones are dead. Okay. But those wireless ones last a long time and she listens to them fucking just non stop till they go I dead. I thought
1: they lasted a couple days on a charge, right?
0: Yeah. For a normal person, I think. Right. Uh so yeah, that's our uh that's our fun.
1: But it would the only thing that was uh Hard with having all those kids was three school drop offs every and three school pickups every morning. You know, like oh god, is I don't, she the in preschool? have huh? She she's in preschool, right? She goes to like a daycare. She's only okay. four. Okay, but so it was Lucy to takes this stupid zero zero period,
0: oh. so she has to be
1: to school like at seven <laughs> fifteen. We have that sometimes, not all the time, and that sucks ass. It sucks it, but then Bing doesn't have to be to school till eight twenty or something. So what I would do is every morning I first of all we had to get up at like 5:30 in the morning and get them all ready. I'd make Lucy breakfast to eat in the car. We'd drop her off and then the other two and I would go out to breakfast because we had time to kill.
0: Yeah. Oh and god.
1: And then yeah. I'd drop being off and then I'd drop her off at preschool and then at the end of the day I'd go reverse it all, you know, and
0: Oh my you know. god.
1: But I don't know how single parents of three do, I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's a
0: lot of work. Dude. There's people with three, four, you know, five. It just it seems that without help from the older ones, it seemed like that wouldn't really be possible.
1: But even just the school schedule and after, and like and by the way, part of my deal with taking you know having all these kids at once was I'm not doing any rowing or any far away after school activities. Yeah but if you had to do after school activities and get three kids around all by yourself i don't even know how you logistically do it
0: yeah you you can i know there's a number of kids on the volleyball team that just have a brother or sister or sometimes two and it's always one parent that's the thing you never, right. have, yeah. you never you have you never have both parents
1: parents at that point when i i was by myself so on thursday Bing had what do they call it open house yeah, whatever the one at the end, you know, like where the and he really wanted to go. So what we did is because I another problem with the logistics of this is I don't live out there. Yeah. So there's no going <laughs> home and coming back. You know, what I, mean? yes. I worked out there, but I can't go. So I picked up kids from school. We went out to eat dinner. Then we came back and Lucy stayed in the car and did her homework because she had homework. She tethered her computer to the phone so she could have yeah. Wi-Fi. And did homework in the car while Bing and his little sister and I went and did open house, (laughs) you know, and then then we all got back in the car and got home at like 9 p.m. But none of us had been home then since we left that for, you know, the house at 615 in the morning. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And
0: it. It seems like it helps a little now that you're working out there because at least you oh, no, after work you can go straight there, but still for I mean, sure. you can't it's, go home working ever. Working
1: out there helps a lot, but not living there, like in yeah. a situation like that, I can't like take some kids home. Like there's no coming back to Burbank and then going back at that point. Yeah, I hear you. That's insanity. It's, but it was only a week, and it was fun. Like I said, we had fun other than getting up super early. That was probably the only thing.
0: Wow. I uh had – Oh, at, at, at uh, Castaway's, like, set, about 8 o'clock uh, Friday night or whatever, I started getting a pain in my back. Oh, yeah. What was your medical issue? Uh, It was kidney stones, which oh, God. I've never had before. And I got a real stabbing pain in my back about 8 o'clock. And I started getting, like, clammy and sweaty. And I'm like, fuck, it It, it hurt. And then Did I'm, you think it was, like, appendicitis or something? I started thinking that, but then it was on the back. It wasn't in the front, which is, okay. so I'm like, what the fuck? Of course, Apple, who's had everything in the world, is like, dude, you got kidney stone. You better go to the hospital. I'm like, fuck you, Apple. I'm like, fucking like, fuck, going anywhere. So I'm sitting there, and then I go, I got to the point, we were all about to leave there finally, and it was around 9 o'clock, and I said, you know what? That we were going to go eat, and then they were, everybody's going to go to bed. So I'm like, dude, I'm just going to go home because I'm not feeling well. I know we're all hanging out the next day. Crap, so did you drive all I the way home like came. in pain? I, and it, here's what's crazy. I got in the car, and I was driving home. As soon as I got down the hill, the pain completely stopped. And I'm like, oh. cool. It might have just been like gas or something. Like, you know, right. fucking who knows? So I'm driving, and then when I hit the 101 and the 405, the fucking pain came back with a vengeance. Like, oh I fucking can't describe how bad the pain was. And I drove home in that amount of pain, and it got worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse and worse as I drove towards home. The pain. I can't believe you were able to drive. And I literally got out of the car, walked in the house, fell on the fucking couch, fucking sat down and told my wife, I'm really fucking, I'm really fucked up. I'm going to emergency. And of course, she was not to my liking of being ready to go, or like, oh, I'll go and I just got in my car and drove myself to the fucking hospital. So you drove again? Yes. And then after spending the night, and oh, and here's something that is interesting. Um, I don't know how bad the pain got, because when I got to the hospital, six hours later, they gave me morphine. Okay, yeah. Because uh, that's how long it takes to get in and get fucking seen right. by a doctor and get all your shit, and then they, oh, that's what it is. Oh, here's some morphine. Right. The morphine did nothing. The morphine oh, did really? not fucking touch the pain. Like I said to her, did you give me anything? I, like I swear to I'm like a drug addict. I'm like, this is right. not working. Well, wait about 30 minutes. And then uh, I'm so thankful I did one thing. When I walked in the door at my house, I took a handful, probably 12 to 1400 milligrams of ibuprofen. I just took a fucking handful <laughs> right, and like swallowed it.
1: Get as many as I can. Because I
0: knew emergency was going to fuck me, and I wasn't going to get anything for hours and hours and hours. So I'm so glad I did that. At least that maybe took the edge off. And then the morphine didn't, as it got worse and worse. And then we did the cat scan. We did all the bullshit, and then I had to do a urine thing and all this shit. What do you do with kidney stones? Then you just wait for them to pass? well, they do a CAT scan so they see how big they are, and if they're uh, five, I think they said whatever five centimeters. I should say I don't have no idea what the right. what the yeah. metric whatever number was after. If they were five or smaller, they they you pass them. If they're over five, they break them up with like a sonic wave, okay. and they do another treatment. Mine was under, so they let it go, and then I found out that kidney stones, the pain is not from the stone. And I also found out a smaller one. Uh, granted, an under five one. You, I don't even know when I passed it. I have no idea. Oh, right? How do you get kidney stones? There's like five or six different ways. So that's why for a okay. week I had to piss through a filter, which was the biggest pain in the ass. I fucking it's like a funnel with a screen on the bottom, and you got to pee into it for a week. Oh, do they want the stones? Yes, because that- that's how they tell what kind what caused it. There's like literally okay. five different kinds. And I know which one I got. I know exactly which one I got. There's one that you get from eating uh, too much salt, salty stuff, not drinking enough fluids, uh, eating too much salty stuff, and it's what causes that one, and that's the one I have because I gave up sugar for Lent, and I've been been making up double time for sugar with salty fucking Uh, snacks, and I've ramped my salt intake up, which is bad for a person with high blood pressure, but I don't really care. So I've been – I know that's what it was. I know that's the one that, that that's what caused it. And I never found it, by the way. I'd finally, okay. I get to the point of, I can't bring it. When you peed to this funnel, you'd think, okay, you pee to the funnel. It goes in the toilet. It sprays like a fucking sprinkler head at <laughs> right. the bottom and then everywhere. Piss everywhere. It's fucking, <laughs> I finally got to where I would sit down and. Hold it down in the toilet and, like, right. stick your junk down in and pee into the funnel so that the sprinkler wouldn't get all over my bathroom. <laughs> right. And I was supposed to bring this to work with me and shit like that. And, you know, and you're drinking a ton of fluids trying to pass it. And so you're peeing all the fucking time. And they're giving you medication to make you pee all the time. I find I'm like, I'm not bringing that thing to work. That's not happening. So I didn't bring right. it to work. And then I'm sure I passed it at some point. But I don't know. But I, I, that was the part that scared me the most. As much Wait, pain hurt. so what causes the pain? The pain is the the stone plugs the hole, the urine backup behind it swells swells the tubing around where the blockage is, and then I gotcha. So and then I thought and then once the pain went away, she told me once it reaches your bladder, you won't have any more pain. You'll be fine. And they kept me there until it got into my bladder, and before they released me from the hospital. Then she said, "You'll pass it, but you need pee in this funnel." Blah blah blah, and follow up. I did not follow up with the doctor because. I don't need to spend any more money at a doctor to tell me, right. "Oh, you must have passed it." Right. Uh, they've been 300 bucks. Yeah, nope. So fucking thing uh, I was sore. I they gave me pain meds. And initially, by the way, that fucking sneaky doctor, and I realized everyone in the ER, especially on a Friday Saturday night, is in there looking for drugs. Right. They ran out of drugs. They can't get all the drugs. They go to ED- ER with some concoction to try to get drugs. Now, they know I had kidney stones. Right. But also people are suing doctors now for prescribing opioids and shit like that. It's it's finally coming around. But I was in pain. <laughs> right. You were actually needed shit. <laughs> and, and they didn't give me enough medication. They fucking did not give me enough because anytime I've been to the ER for anything with pain – They've always just gave me shit to where I immediately went to sleep in my bed and was happy. It's like, oh, thank God. that This didn't even fucking slow it down, the morphine. And then the doctor's like, I could give you pain meds, but you probably won't need them. And I realized, well, this is the same doctor that just gave me not enough morphine. I don't trust her. You better give me some just in case. So she gives me like 5 days supply of pain meds, and I... And I'm not gonna. And I'm not a drug addict, so I'm not gonna take them to get high. I'm gonna take them if I'm in pain. And I got there, and finally on Saturday, when the morphine, I guess I completely won off. <laughs> Dude, the fucking pain came back with a vengeance. But it was different pain. It was like the whole area was bruised. Like you know what I mean? Like a giant bruise uh, yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. that whole kidney area, and you know, and the tubing along the way. So. Right. I started taking the pain pills and I stayed consistent on pain pills for 24 hours after that. I even called out uh, work on Saturday. I didn't go to work, which I never do. And right. then Sunday I went off the pain pills just and just went back on to uh, ibuprofen. ibuprofen. Yeah. Because at that point I was like, I don't I don't need it. It was just that next day was really bad too. I didn't think it would be. Right. Fun times. That's what I yeah, had. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And that happened, you know, over the weekend, and by the time I got my shit together, got back to work, Sunday night I was back at work, and then Wednesday I got fucking flat and then I put my spare on. My spare oh, was that's flat. right, I read that. Oh fuck By the way, my spare's still flat. Um and then I had you know, no one's home during the day. I'm the only person home right. during the day. I had to take the bus to get my spare fixed and fucking I swear to god Love fucking uh, MTA drivers are my guys now.
1: Yeah, that was awesome that that guy gave you a ride.
0: Literally, almost to my fucking house. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, hey, here, here you go. Like, here's where the car is. I'll drop you right there. So that was super fucking cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I had never been on a bus, in you know, once or twice God. in my adult life.
1: I, I think the last time I rode an actual MTA bus was when I was in college.
0: Yeah, so that's about right. When you like didn't have transportation or yeah. somebody to take you somewhere. No, I I used to
1: use the bus to get to Cal State Northridge sometimes, and that was it.
0: Wow. Yeah, I I, I didn't know how much it was. I didn't. I had questions. How
1: much is is it? Is it a dollar seventy five? Yeah, it's a dollar seventy five.
0: Okay. And I get on. I had it. What's funny is, I had my backpack when I first got on the bus. I came, So I took a, the lift to work on. Wednesday night, and then Thursday morning, I didn't have a way to get home, and I don't have Lyft or Uber on my phone. My wife ordered it for me and sent me there, so I was like, I'll figure a way home. Don't worry if I have to take the bus. So I could get someone from work to drive me to the bus stop, but then a guy at work was taking a client to Santa Monica, so I'm like, awesome. I jumped in the car and had them drop me.
1: that's a closer bus ride.
0: Had them take me to Sunset and PCH, and then I'm walking, and I realized, I don't want to walk up that big fucking hill. It's only about a mile, but I'm going to take the fucking bus. So I got on that bus first. And that driver was, first driver was a complete dick because that's a resting spot. Uh-huh. So the bus pulls up and I get on and the guy's like, oh, bl- 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 shuts the door on my face. I'm taking a break. And you're like, oh, fucking all uh-huh, right. <laughs> I got questions, fucker. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, when's another bus coming? He's like, in a while. Just a dick. So the, about 20 minutes later, another bus pulls up. And I get on. I'm like, "How much is it? Does this bus go this this far?" Like, cause you know, you, I did right. this once before. I got on a bus one time downtown. Something happened, and I parked far away. And I was like, "I'll take a bus down to here." I was meeting somebody, and I got on a bus, and I got like, I'm on the street I need to be on, and about two blocks down, the bus turns left and starts heading down the street. And I'm like, "Wow, whoa, whoa, what happened?" Right, and it's like, going for like three yes. or four blocks, and you're I'm like-, like, "What the fuck?" So I had to push in a button getting off and walking it because I had no idea how to get a bus to where I wanted to go. And I I fucking, so the guy tells me he goes there and I, and I get home and I'm like, that was easy. So I figured I could do it with the tire. And I and also feared because there is one major street between my house and where the gas station is. And I figured, oh, fuck, they're going to get to that street and hang a right and get back down to PCH. I know it. Right. So I had a lot of questions.
1: Uh, do you need a tap card like the subway or do, can you pay cash on phone? You can pay
0: cash. And I got lucky because I had that morning. It was funny. I keep all my change in the cup holder of my car. Okay. And I keep drinks in there too. And there's always, well, as it gets full, it gets to a point where I can't put a drink in there without the drink spilling. And so at that point, I take it all out, put it into my backpack. And then the next time I go to the grocery store, I'll put it in the change thing and right. get, get money, and I had just emptied that into my fucking backpack, so I had $13, $14 or more worth of change at that point on me, so I had exact change, so I was like, oh, cool, $1.75, and you just drop it in that thing, ching, 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 and it counts it, and you you're on, so that's, the bus change saved me, because I ended up on three bus rides that day.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: seventy five each, and well worth every effing penny, I will add. Right. A uh, strange thing here on the buses, I know, like in Downey, growing up as a kid and seeing how fucking packed the buses were, they were rolling through, just packed with buses, no one's on the bus here. Right. No, uh, that makes sense. During the day. It, it was literally, I got on the bus, coming up the hill, it was me and two housekeepers. Right. When I got on the other buses, it was me and a housekeeper. Uh, and I'm. it sounds awful, but I'm certain these ladies were housekeepers in the area. And then... We went in, and then coming back, the last bus I got on, it was just me by myself. Fucking hey, That's when the dude took me on the fucking detour. So that was cool. But uh, hopefully I don't ride a bus again soon. Right. Because it's a pain in the ass.
1: It is. I, I would love to use buses more, but it takes for fucking ever.
0: Yeah. It does. I can
1: ride my bike faster than the bus goes. And I know that because I've been bike riding before past the bus and it's never passed. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: pass the bus. But shit, at this point, at certain times of day, you could ride your bike faster and you can get around a car here in L.A. Oh, that's true. I probably could get home from work in
1: about the same amount of time on some days.
0: I was in bad traffic because it's always so fucking awful over here going to get my daughter one day. And I couldn't lose a jogger. Like there was a fucking oh, lady yeah, just jogging, kept, like catching up to you. Just kept fucking staying with me, and I would go, and the jogger would fucking pass me. And I'm like, "This motherfucker's jogging, and they're gonna get there faster. than <laughs> I'm gonna get there in my car." It was for miles. I saw this person too. God, uh, yeah. Buses are slow. I, I. It's funny. The train seems way better. It is because it doesn't stop as much,
1: and it's not. It's not stuck in street traffic. That's why I like like the orange line that goes to Woodland Hills is great because it's a bus on its own dedicated road. Yeah. And the subway is good and the blue line and the expo line and the gold line. Those are all
0: – those are yeah, all Yeah, that doable. seems cool. I, but yeah. I haven't ridden the Santa Monica train just because there's nowhere to – they've made it so you can't park your car in Santa Monica to use the fucking train. It's very inconvenient. Right. There's not a train no, parking that does,
1: place. That does suck. I don't know what – the plan is, you know, like why they didn't have parking lots because that's the awesome thing about Universal and North Hollywood both have parking lots.
0: I think so I know. He- I think they want people coming into Santa Monica on the train, spending money and getting the fuck out. They don't, they want, don't
1: want locals to yeah. use it to get the hell out of Santa Monica. I
0: think that, and I think if there's locals, I think they want the locals to ride the bus
1: bus sucks, though. The yeah. Train is so much better.
0: Yeah. They got big blue bus, though, and that's, you know, all over the
1: place, too. Because if you worked in downtown and lived in Santa Monica or <laughs> vice versa, it's awesome. Like, that thing goes, you know, from 7th and Metro to the pier. Yeah. well, it, It's pretty well, awesome. When my uh,
0: brother-in-law worked at USC, he literally took the train right to his work every day, but the he had the same problem. His wife had to drive him to the train
1: station. Right. Because there was no place to leave his car during the day.
0: Yeah. So he ended up, his wife would drop him off on her way and then he'd take the train from there and he would go into USC every day on the bus. My
1: friend um, from my old job, he lived in LA, he used to take the subway and what he did was he bought an electric scooter. You know like the ones that you can ride? Oh, yeah. And so he would electric scooter from his house in downtown to the subway, get on the subway, then electric scooter from Universal to our office in Burbank oh shit but it worked for him yeah Yeah, but you know it was still quicker than driving
0: and cheaper and
1: cheaper yeah
0: oh my god
1: at that point you're looking at 350 round trip for the subway and whatever the scooter cost him you know
0: yeah so you're not buying gas you're not paying insurance you're not fucking wear and tear in a car right god oh i just heard something
1: well, there's crazy wind here, and at some point a little while ago, something blew over somewhere in here. I don't know where, but I heard a loud crash.
0: No, the gas companies fired up some big machine.
1: Oh, they're doing – that's not good. It's 9 o'clock at night, and they're firing up a big machine. There's major <laughs> problems. I know. This could be – a good thing you're going to work because yeah. this could be the rest of the night.
0: There was something out at, a, at the end of my street. There has been a leaky pipe, and it has leaked for years. Like – water just comes out of the ground. And I always think there's going to be a sinkhole there for fucking years. And they finally did a whole fucking excavation and ripped up that entire end of the street. And it seemed like it's fine, but it was always just a trickle of water flowing out of this hole in the ground. It went on for fucking years and people, I reported it everywhere. It's still a waste of water flowing 24 hours a day. For sure. They finally fixed it. And sure as shit this week that started leaking again. (laughs) The fucking water's back. It's flowing again. And and they did this time attack it immediately. Like, they went in and ripped up the fucking street again. I think they shut it off. But it ran for, like, another two or three days.
1: Yeah, that's not good where you live because there's a cliff at the end of your street. If that undermines, (laughs) like, the neighborhood could slide on We're also fucking
0: sandstone, which is the shittiest kind of – there is no bedrock here. Right. You know, you're on, like, sandstone, which erodes really easy and it's fucking awful.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like the best for your neighborhood.
0: No. Nothing is good. No, uh, no. I'm having good times at work right now. Uh, sometimes at work you get a client that is a pain in the fucking ass that you right. dread going to work every single day because that client is there. Well, that client that I've had for the last 30 days is gone. and it. Oh, that's cool. Last cool. night I had a shift. You know what's weird? You can like someone, but they're a pain in the ass. Like I've had a number of clients that I really liked when I talked to them and they're good people. But when you were taking care of them, they're right. fucking pain in the ass and they're high maintenance. And it was that situation. I liked that client, but they were right. a lot, a lot a of hands on work. work. So they are gone. Last night I'm not fucking choking. I didn't see a client last night. <laughs> I didn't even see one. I walked in the door. Everybody was asleep. Everyone was asleep. My my uh, talked to my crew about whatever shift exchange stuff we had, they left. And I sat at a computer for eight fucking hours and looked at YouTube videos. Nothing. I didn't do fucking anything. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like, holy shit, I forgot what it's like on this shift when there's nothing to do. Right. Ugh. Yet. Oh, and uh, uh, since we last did a show, they fired all the sleepy guys. Both of them. Oh, good. Yeah. And one of them sent me an email uh, and blamed me right. for h- him getting Probably fired. That, that it was my fault he got fired. And I'm like, eh. My, I didn't respond because I was like, I'm, I'm going to high yeah. road it because if not, I'm going to go off. But it's like totally. in my mind, I was like, you know, if you didn't sleep at work, you probably wouldn't get fired.
1: Right. Yeah. If you had done your job, it wouldn't
0: <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah, but it's and and honestly, in the end, you have to care about the people we take care of. You do. You have to. And sure. even, even when they're a oh. pain in the ass, you've got to care. You've got to realize, all right, they're a pain in the ass because of this. I And I got to help them. It's my job to get them through this. So, right. you need to be there, and you need to be attentive. And they need, like, the, like I said, last night was the first night, I think ever on this shift that I did nothing. Like, it's just fucking, it was freak, freak night. Usually, one or two people get up, or something happens, uh, and, and you have to be awake just for those couple instances that you're needed throughout the night because it's very fucking important. Right? No, for sure. And these dudes would sleep all fucking night. One dude got all crazy. One dude got himself fired. The one sleepy guy was caught because everyone was over his ass snoring and sleeping and clients were finally reporting him. Okay. The other guy, uh, the my co-worker uh, girl, had finally had enough of him because now we're the one house was closed so we were all working together. She would tell him, hey, fucker, stop sleeping. I'm sick of doing all the work while you sleep, which is true. And right. he denied it and then... Then he got mad at her and started getting like aggressive and weird with a girl. She reported the aggressive weird behavior to HR and then he knew she was gonna. So he tried to do an, an, uh, a preemptive strike and fucking, and then it exposed everything. Mm. What a dumb idiot. If he had just fucking, all he had to say was, okay, sorry. Like I'll try, I'll try to help more. Right. He Mm. went and went to HR and tried to fucking preemptive strike her and, uh, then HR called her in, and then he was fired. But I think what happened—they couldn't fire him and not fire the other guy, so they oh, just right. they whacked them both at one time. Pop, pop. And it's been—it's been fucking nice. I'm working by myself, and I know the only uh, person I can count on there is me. So it has been lovely.
1: Right. And you're not covering somebody else who's taking a nap and getting paid. So that's awesome. Motherfucker. I know. And
0: by the way, and, and just mentally, you feel better about it.
1: Oh, yeah. I'd rather work by myself than cover some asshole who's, yeah. who's supposed to be helping me. And
0: and I know I have that, that chick next door and she has me. Like she'll – a couple times a night she'll text me or I'll text her and say, hey, where's blah, blah, blah? Or, hey, can you bring this over? And we got each other's backs because we're both awake and doing our right. jobs. So right. those dudes I would I wouldn't even send text to because they'd be asleep and they wouldn't get them and I'd be like, "Hey, I need I would just leave my house empty and go next door and get what I needed and come back because they would never fucking never have this right. shit together." Ah, oh, fun times. But we are out of time. We're yep, over time. Wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Uh we'll be back next week hopefully unless somebody's dead or in the hospital or something. So, till then, He's out, bitches. Check off. Goodbye.